Hey, welcome to Dad to the Bone podcast, where three dads talk about dad stuff. And which Barry is the best? Is it Barry Manilow, Barry White, Barry Gordy, Barry Sanders? Ooh. Or Strawberry. Or Strawberry. I think Strawberry wins. I'm here with Stra- my uh, co-host. Strawberry is my favorite. <laughs> uh, strawberry Shortcake. I'm here with my hosts, uh, Rich. Say what up, Rich. Hola, como esta? <laughs> and, my, and my man Q over here. To the J. Are you are you just pondering? He's the got this question? look on his face. He right looks now. upset. Look at him. Were you, you not? Were you, you really not really happy with this about? strawberry shortcake decision? You're doing pouty lips. I was trying to think of a clever berry, like, but I was going through like the lexicon of berries, like, because you got Barry Manilow, you got Barry White, you got strawberry, you got and then, Barry Gordy. That's a big but, one. Well, where I went is very berry strawberry, and then it started going into like two live crew, which I don't think was appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's he, not the way we're trying to go here. He was sorting explicit lyrics in his I was, mind. I was. I was like, no, no, no. Can't go down that road. Can't go down that road. <laughs> that's what good. up, though? I'm QJ. Hey, everybody. Hey. Hey. Hi. Good to see you. Hey, who's the everybody you talking to? <laughs> he's the, he's the by far the most put together of Man, the three of us right now. I wish y'all could see Q right now. He's got his Apple Watch outside the cuff of his shirt. Ooh, all black. With his, with his pinstripe shirt. With his with his tie and suit, I have enough dress about me. shoes. Enough about me, dog. He hasn't switched poses since we've started either. Nah. Like he's got like the hand on the chin, pondering life. I am. Right I am. I'm like, it's the Barry question. He's feeling philosophical right the now. Barry, yeah. I mean, it's Barry. I and mean, then pan the camera just a little bit to QJ's left, uh, and uh, you have Sam over here eating a fifty count. <laughs> I am Dunkin' Donut munchkins, some donut holes, and milk. But what I don't understand is when I order a milk at Dunkin' Donuts, they ask me if I want a chocolate milk or a white milk. Yeah, that scares you, doesn't it? That's interesting. Like, <laughs> I just want milk. No, I just, no. See, they gotta ask because I if if ever given the option, it's chocolate for me. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Really? Chocolate every single see? time. I mean, before the Andre Drummond and the Clay Thompson chocolate milk commercials, I wasn't about chocolate milk, but Dude. but they've sold me. That's a good marketing campaign. You guys don't if know. If Clay Thompson drinks chocolate milk, milk, I need to drink chocolate. Ugh, strawberry, strawberry milk, bro. Milk. You just say strawberry milk. Strawberry. Oh. That's that's a slim fast. That's like, yeah, that's like slim fast or you who speaking yeah. of berry. Oh. No, quick, good sir. Quick. You get Ooh. the quick syrup. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't trust that, that rabbit. Yeah, I don't trust that rabbit. You shouldn't. You shouldn't he looks like Bugs' like shifty cousin. And, he is. And Bugs Bugs was shifty as it was. So if you got a shifty your cousin, I'm not drinking your milk. That's why was my boy. So I'm strawberry, drinking strawberry not milk. drinking the milk that comes from powder, fam. Yeah. <laughs> you drink chocolate milk. What do you think it comes from? I, the chocolate cow? Yeah, it comes yeah from man. <laughs> you, well, you don't think it does? I'm not dumb. I've seen them cows out there. <laughs> you seen the chocolate cow? They're the ones that, when when it's raining and the, the other white and black cows are out in the field, uh-huh. those cows are inside playing cards. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> well, see, you got to look out because the strawberry cows are hanging out with the chocolate cows, but they're in the corner shooting crap. <laughs> the strawberry ones are, are the... Are the cows that the chocolate cows are getting after. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, mama? <laughs> hey, boy. <laughs> so, how do we get here? <laughs> Every time. Every time. I don't Every know. Time. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we, we spiral. I'm sorry. Well, listen, if, uh, if you guys were wondering where different milk flavors come from, now you know. You and knowing's half the battle. In Rich's version, <laughs> cow they culture. Are, they are, uh, the girl cows and cow the culture. <laughs> in my version, the strawberry cows are the ones that are shooting craps in the corner. Yeah. So, yeah. And the, the other cows are just out, you know, work doing, you know, doing their thing. They're working. The Nine field. to five. That's it. Grinding. Uh, so, my, my uh, I think if if we're counting correctly, we have ten. We're on our tenth episode. Yes. Yay! Double this digits. Is number ten. Double yes. digits. We yep. are now riding a bike. This podcast is able to throw a football or do a cartwheel. Yeah. This podcast has lost a good amount of baby teeth. Yeah. This podcast <laughs> is in about third grade right now. Yeah. This podcast um, is almost old enough to stay home by itself. Wow. Almost. Man, cannot wait. In one more year, this podcast could babysit other podcasts. <laughs> this podcast will be taking CPR <laughs> classes soon. This is this is a momentous occasion. Babysit other podcasts. So, it's a momentous occasion. Yeah. As you can tell, we're... <laughs> hey, Sam is like... Are you laughing at our podcast? I'm laughing at our podcast. podcast. Babies other podcasts. Yeah. Listen, 
So for for this one, I wanted to I kind of wanted to take a different angle on my my part this week. Uh, I was thinking I was I was sitting at home, and uh, one of my one of my friends I was like cooking dinner. I had a friend over, and uh, um, I walked out to the living room, and he was watching Home Improvement. And this is an, this is a show that I used to watch all the time, um, but I haven't seen in some years, some years. And um, I'm not gonna lie. Now that I'm older, like seeing it or whatever, like Tim Allen had the sauce, man. Oh yeah. Him and him and Al on the show, like their their banter back and forth, and whoever did his writing, which probably was Tim Allen. Yeah, I think it had a lot. Uh, he had a lot to do with it. He, well, I, I mean, a comedian, so dude, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. But like, dude, his, his like the way that he would just serve up Al the whole time, like they. First of all, I feel bad for Al because everything he said was a setup for Tim to roast him. <laughs> but yeah, like legit, it was it was yeah. it was bad. He was compensated yeah, for us, right? I'm sure. So, I'm sure he's not struggling. Not at all. <laughs> no. Nah. Um, but so well, he did have a stint on Family Feud. But let's not talk about yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He did. He did. You're right. Till the mustache got him. So uh, <laughs> so um, anyway, it got me thinking. I was like, you know what, man? I wonder where like these guys are now. And mm-hmm. so I started looking up some of the old like TV show <laughs> casts to see where they are now. And I mean, obviously, nobody's surprised by this. Most of them are parents, if not grandparents, by now. And so I was, I wanted to ask you guys if you guys had still, if you guys have seen any of the the you know the classic TV dads nowadays. And if so, which ones are your fit? Like, which ones have held? their place in your mind's eye as being like the all-time greats because i'll be honest whenever we have this talk on the show we talk about classic tv dads a lot yeah and whenever we have this talk i i totally like i think we've brought up tim the Toolman taylor oh yeah but he's never been one of my top you know but after watching a couple <clears throat> episodes the other night i was like dude he's he's so, he's up there so i was in california back in may uh for my 10-year anniversary with my wife we went to california and we were driving down like Sunset Boulevard or whatever, and there was an advertisement on a billboard that Tim Allen was doing stand-up comedy that night at one of the comedy clubs. Wow. And so we were like, whoa! So we jumped on the phone or whatever and bought tickets like right then and there and went and saw him at like this, at the Laugh, really? at the laugh Factory in Hollywood. Oh, that's like legendary. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was pretty crazy to, to see. Um, it wasn't your um, tool time script. <laughs> it wasn't right. your... Home improvement script. He was. There was you know, no rating on it. Is there, what you're trying to say. It was unrated. Yes, not <laughs> suitable for children. But um, it was really interesting to be like in a room with I don't know maybe a hundred other people. Yeah. And him, <clears throat> you know, given his stand-up routine, and it was it was really interesting. Really yeah. interesting to see him and experience it. I haven't experienced a lot of stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. but I mean, we were we were laughing hard. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the stuff was pretty inappropriate, so we were kind of like sure. burying our heads in our shirts yeah, and yeah. stuff. I think that's kind of the, the game. Yeah. See, yeah. I think, you know, yeah. to talk about Tim uh, Allen coming from Michigan, like, you don't see him as the, uh, you know, the, the image that he might like coming from Michigan. Because, mm-hmm. first of all, he's from Royal Oak. Second, yeah. Okay. Second of all, like, there's, like, he's made the news. Quite a few times for yeah, extracurriculars. I'm, really? Yeah. Back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah. talked about that. He went, that. He went to prison for a little bit. Yeah. For, like, drug stuff. And there was some uh, some controversy. She. Some Cry- controversy. She has nothing to do yeah. with... Uh, I made a reference earlier to the crying game, but it has nothing to do with controversy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it has everything... <laughs> Sean Connery made an appearance just now. Controversy. Yes, uh, Tim Allen show has nothing to do with controversy. I, I can't separate his character from the guy like that they talk about. Okay, him in the so news like seeing stuff. him like real clean cut and everything like that. Yeah, it doesn't really. In throw. your mind, you're like, nah, we know about you right here. Yeah, like okay. you yeah. know, it's yeah. like you, we know that dude. We're like, wow, he's so clean cut. But you're like, you know, he drinks every day. No. So, <laughs> so what, listen, what? he is he is forever Buzz Lightyear in my brain. Uh, and yeah, the, and the pure too. Michigan commercials. Yes, he can do no wrong. Yes, when he gets on there and talks about pure Michigan, I've never seen one. You've never yeah, seen a pure you've heard Michigan it before. You've I, heard it, I've, dude. I've pure seen Michigan. a pure Michigan commercial, but I've never seen Tim Allen do one. No, so for those listening oh, outside okay. of uh, Michigan, look up uh, the advertise. Just type in pure Michigan Tim yeah, Allen. You cry. Hear he's like he's commercial like, from the mountains of blah blah blah. He's a narrator. He's the voice of Michigan. You're just like you're like yes, yes. I want to go to Michigan from the sand dunes of the sleeping bear yeah, yeah down yeah. to the river rouge really this is pure michigan yeah through wow. the ski slopes of brighton <laughs> and Keep the going. hills 
and the banks of the Red Cedar. Close your eyes right now. This is pure Michigan. Wow. <laughs> Do one more. Do one more. <laughs> Except it's Buzz Light you're doing it, so you're like, right. yes. And we love Michigan. Yes. And it's from point, infinity you... to beyond. Yes, yes. From infinity to beyond. Because now... <laughs> The dunk, the putback. <laughs> so, so okay. Tim Allen. I, I so, saw Tim so, Allen. So, if not Tim Allen, then what TV show? Because I look, I look some up, and not necessarily the dad that was on the show is what we're talking about here, right? I'm talking about any cast member from a show nowadays. So, obviously, you have like Will Smith. Will Smith is big in oh, yeah. Hollywood as a oh, dad yeah. because yeah, his kids are in I the just biz saw, now. I just saw a New Balance uh, advertisement with uh, Jaden Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And he's like the spokesperson for, for art and creativity and oh, self expression. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he's blowing up. Oh, you know, <clears throat> that's a very good point. Like, I guess I will give a, a nod to Will Smith uh, in his fatherhood. Mm-hmm. His fatherhood. Fatherdom. Fatherdom. Fa- Sam. Father- fatherhood. All fatherhood. Right. What are we doing? Fatherhood. Fatherdom. <laughs> <laughs> this is father's being dumb right now. <laughs> his fatherhood. Um, because the, the thing I appreciate about him as a father is his ability to parent his kids and allow them to be themselves creativity and person-wise. Like, yeah. you know, his, his children are very eclectic and they have their own sauce and energy. Yeah. And you can tell that he still instills in them a lot of good morals and values, but at the same time allows them to be their full selves. And like yeah. freedom of expression yeah. is a big deal for that family. Is yeah. his, is his yeah. daughter the, I whip my hair back yes. and forth. Yeah, yeah. Like Willow. Mm-hmm. Willow. I mean, I, I'm with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my jam. I listen to it after I drive the kids off at school, on the way home by myself. I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. <laughs> you need to, now's the point in the show where you need to pull it up like you always do and be like, I know, "We right? don't own rights to this song." <laughs> this is not an advertisement. So, man, I, 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 I think we can let the I whip my hair back and forth. <laughs> let it die. <laughs> so we. Uh, so I also looked up like I got curious about like the cast of Boy Meets World. That's always uh-huh. been a personal. Man, that's for a good me. one. That's a good one. So on there you have like you have people like obviously uh, Ben Savage. You have mm. uh, uh, what's his name Will Friedle, who played uh, the brother of Ben Savage. How am I forgetting their names? Uh, but the dude, uh, what's his name Eric with the yeah name? Eric nice yeah, yeah 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 the comedic yeah. relief of the show. Yeah, yeah. So like uh, you look them up and it doesn't even in my mind it doesn't even register with me that these people grow up and become dads and yes. They're not their role on the show in life. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I looked a bunch of these guys up the other day. I was telling Sam about this, but I looked a bunch of them up the other day, and they're all, like, dads. And, like, if you go on all their social medias, they're all posting about, like, their kids and all this yeah. stuff. And so I thought it was cool. I wanted to, to look at that because I think sometimes, like, uh... Well, it just got Samurai dusty Jack. in here. I think, I think uh, <laughs> what did you say? It got it dusty in here. Dusty. I said it got dusty in here. I didn't know we were about to have a standoff like that. <laughs> Stare down. So, Are yeah, we- like I was looking at it, I was just like, you know what? Like, it's cool for me. So I, I went back and did a whole bunch of, like, digging from, like, old TV shows and old cast members and seeing where they are now because part of the fun is seeing what they look like now. Oh, for sure. And then the other part of it is seeing... What, what their doing. families yeah, are like, what, what their family units like, Absolutely. and so I don't know. I thought that was really cool. Like, yeah, j- just seeing these guys outside of the role that is so like they become staples in pop culture. Yeah. Iconic. To see them outside of that as just regular guys. There's a there's a band I used to listen to in high school, and one of the one of the guitar players. I mean, they were huge when I was in high school, and uh, one of the guitar players posted a video on his on his social media this week with his son and his son and he was like. His son's probably like six or seven, and he's like, hey, um, so you know this person from that show you watch, right? And the kid was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah, they just they just tweeted me, and they were telling me how excited they are that that I know them. And the kid was like, why do they care if you know them? And they're, and he's like, you don't get this, but I'm, a, I'm kind of a big deal to everybody <laughs> but you. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like you don't yeah. think I'm cool, but I'm, I'm cool to some people. Like, yeah, I'm, some you people, know? Yeah. And so I don't know. I think it, I thought it was just cool. It was just something that I was thinking about. And I was like, you never really wrap your mind around what people that know them and live them and call them dad or husband or whatever oh, yeah. think yeah. of them like because you just think of Eric or Corey Matthews or you just yeah. think of, yeah. you know, like the Fresh Prince, or you think of Tim the Tool Man Taylor, but you don't think of like Tim Allen, Papa. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. or like even think yeah, of like you that. know all the our people we look up to, like Michael Jordan had like what three kids or something like that. Yeah, yeah. something like and, that. You know, wow. it's, it's sometimes at <laughs> home where like you know I guarantee one of his kids said, "Oh, you can hit." You know, from thirty feet away, but you can't uh, put that paper towel. You can't make it. <laughs> you know, you know. It's oh, like, yeah. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. like, oh, I see you can dunk, but somehow you uh, can't dunk a dish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so 
yeah, to, to tie it in, obviously, like we always relate everything back to our social media, but we post videos like this all the time. If you if you noticed, uh, and if you haven't seen yet, you can go back onto our social media right now or at any time that you hear this. And uh, we posted some cool videos from from some celebrities recently, uh, like Russell Westbrook. We posted one uh-huh. of him and his his son. Um, the most recent ones that I love uh, were the Wiz Khalifa Oreo commercial. Yeah, um, that was awesome. And then most recently, we posted one of Tony Hawk, the legend. Legendary shredder of concrete <laughs> surfing. Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk's pro skater. Tony Hawk teaching his daughter how to drop in on a mini ramp on a skateboard. And that was awesome. She was yeah. terrified. He taught her how to drop in. And they celebrated together. It's just, it, it was cool. So if you guys. And he was one of the first people to have his own video game. Oh, well. Did you know? Yeah. Tony Hawk's pro skater. Yeah, he's looted. Yeah, he's, I mean, but but again, he's a dad, and he's doing, yeah. you know, it's just cool to see these guys doing dad things. So if you haven't seen any of these videos or or you want to check them out, um, as always, check out our social media. It's at Dads of Wayne, but you can check them out now. Um, also, we're going to be posting on there um, reviews for LEGO 2. We have seen it. Alita Battle Angel, wah, wah, personal rating. And uh, How to Train Your Dragon 3 is out. So head back to our social media for updates on all of that. Yes. Everything is awesome. Have you heard of Talking Is Teaching? It's this new program, this new initiative that is going to absolutely change the reading levels in our country moving forward with our kids. Listen, by the age of four, people of a lower income hear 30 million less words than those who are raised in higher income families. And this is important because the size of your vocabulary by kindergarten really dictates our ability to learn how to read. And so babies need more words. Let me say that again. Babies need more words. And so we are partnering with the Clinton Foundation to bring to, to, to bring awareness to this program called Talking is Teaching. There's th- a threefold approach to make this happen. We need to talk to our kids, we need to read with our kids, and we need to sing with our kids. Turn a commute into a concert. Sing some songs with your kids. Put on some crazy tunes and y'all go at it. Take time at night to read a story out loud with your children and then just talk to them. Engage them in conversation. Babies need more words. Talking is teaching. We're partnering with the Clinton Foundation. If you want more information, go to greatstart.org. So you guys are probably familiar with some of the challenges that have gone on. I know that uh, we participated around here in the... um, I've seen people do the Kiki challenge or the caught in my feelings challenge. Kiki. Do you oh, you mean me? internet challenges? Yeah, like the it caught yeah. it in my feelings challenge where they like ghost riding the whip and they're dancing. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. I know, like yeah. a couple of years ago, in fact, there was like this ice bucket challenge thing I, going on. I did around. the ice bucket challenge, yeah. So, which I enjoyed my version because I was challenged by, I think, uh, uh, someone that we all know challenged me to do it. Mm-hmm. And I politely went outside in my shorts. Shot the video and said, here's my response, where, like, we filmed me coming inside, taking a, <laughs> putting on a coat, a robe, and having a cup of cocoa and say, ooh, thank you. <laughs> Stay warm, friends. Yeah. So, and I bring that up because uh, there's some disturbing, there's a disturbing challenge going around right now amongst, uh, we'll say, the youth or the younger's uh, generation. We the just youngs. call them kids. We, the uh, youngs. Hey, kids. The, the YouTube uh, generation. The kids. Exactly. And, and Sam, that's straight to my point. There's a challenge going around YouTube right now and on the internet, and it's called the Momo Challenge. Momo. And the Momo Challenge starts out very innocent, where it's a video of this. Um, um, actually, it was. I don't done. even know if it started out innocent. It's creepy. Well, it, it doesn't start out creepy, and that's the the challenge and the hard part for parents. Is it sound, starts out as like this uh, video of a, a picture by this uh, Japanese artist, actually. So like, mm-hmm. it wasn't meant to be what it is, but internet got a hold of it. And um, it, it basically grooms kids to like get into this pattern of doing what you what I say and, and you know repeat what I say I said and then doing what I do and it really like slowly but surely grooms yeah. them it, to do bodily harm to others and themselves without yeah. thought and so it's it's a big deal and it's not an epidemic but as parents we need to be aware that these things are going on so I wanted to talk about it I wanted to see if you guys were one aware of it. And two, one, three questions. Are you aware of it? What do you know about it? And how are you uh, dealing with it? 
So um, I, I am aware of it. The I was made aware of this particular mm-hmm. challenge probably about uh, like two days ago, probably um, three or four days ago, um, and. I don't. I don't know how it came. I think I saw it trending or something on Twitter, and uh, so I looked at it. And obviously, the first thing you see is that picture of. I think the original uh, statue was called the Mother Bird. It's it's it is creepy. It's it's a little bit jarring yeah. when you see it. Yeah. It's like it looks like the girl from the horror movie The Ring, mm-hmm. with like the long black hair, straight, like really huge eyes, really weird like facial features, on top of like a humanoid bird body. Like it's, it's I don't I don't ever think I've used the word humanoid before, but it's perfect here if you've seen the picture. And um I I know about these challenges because I work with teenagers a lot, so that, you know, if I don't know, they'll come tell me or ask me if I've heard of them. So I guess the premise of this and a lot of other challenges that are like it, if you've heard of other challenges that are like it, there's um, there was a challenge going around about like Slender Man, the the tall they made a horror movie off of it. Um and I think they made a horror movie off it within the past year and a half or two years. But that came from one of these internet challenges and urban myths of like a tall, linky, uh, no-faced man that wears like a tuxedo that lives in the woods. And and he lures kids into the woods uh, to, to use them to do things to other people. That was a challenge that, that started several years ago and um that that kind of got kids engaged into this trend of internet challenges after that the one that i heard about was one called the blue whale challenge and the blue whale challenge was very similar to the momo challenge probably almost exactly the same and the premise what i think is important for parents to know is that these aren't just like when i was a kid you could find creepy sites to go to and the sites were like flash animations and you could click on different pictures and like you clicked on a picture of like a mirror and then like a scary picture of something popped out of the mirror. Right. And it was all just like a thrill within the website. It was creepy, yeah. but it was all harmless on the website. It was ju- literally just to scare you, you know, mm-hmm. to be creepy like a, like a horror movie would be. Right. These challenges are not that. These challenges are made with the it, uh, intent to manipulate your child into doing things, actual things in the real world. The Blue Whale Challenge and now the Momo Challenge uh, s- starts off with a way that kids can uh, uh, go to a website or go to a social media account, obtain contact information for quote-unquote Momo, which is probably just an app that generates hundreds of different phone numbers that are linked to people who agree to play this role of this Momo character. They text or email the number or email address, and then they they get correspondence back from quote-unquote Momo, which is probably just, you know, some some creepy person sitting behind a screen somewhere. And or a they, computer system. they'll respond back to them, and it goes through a series of challenges and steps. Parents need to know this. It'll start off kind of chill. They have interaction with this mysterious character. The character will respond in real time back to them from an anonymous number. And it'll say something like, okay, here's where the challenges start. Uh, Only if you complete this challenge can you move to the next level of the challenge. So it's like a reward system where when they prove they've done one good enough, then they can move on and move further. So what are some examples of the challenges? So uh, I don't have specific ones because they probably vary from challenge to challenge, but it it would be something like, okay, just for an example, like, okay, you need to go to your local store and we want you to steal five bags of chips and a pop, and it does not count unless you take a picture or a video of it this is where it gets dangerous because they want actual photographic or video proof of these things happening so kids really have to do these things in order for the challenge to continue and because of the hysteria around it they want the challenge to continue from what i understand uh thus far is that these challenges uh culminate in self-harm or harm of others um uh often pushing the envelope of, uh, and I want to be sensitive here because th- these are very real issues, but these are very real challenges to, to our kids. Um, a lot of times they push and get kids groomed and ready uh, to do self-harm, like cutting, uh, like 
taking pills or medication like that. And Which and is crazy, by the way. And the crazy part to me is that this entire process, and that's why I started out with the word grooming, mm-hmm. is it, that's 100% what it is. It's, yeah. it's grooming and desensitizing them to behaviors that are wrong and inappropriate. Yes. Yeah. And that's the, the crazy, like, you know, ride they go on where yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, first steal a bag of chips. Yep. Then you know, and get that still, picture and, and get the picture. It. Well, yeah. yeah, I think I think too. I think this is like just a symptom of a deeper issue. I don't think that <clears throat> necessarily the challenges themselves are the problem. I think I think uh, for us as parents, you know, how do we respond to these sort of things um, happening? I don't necessarily think our beef should be necessarily with the internet. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, not, not it the internet. It shouldn't be like, yo, internet, we should shut down YouTube or we should shut down these things. I, I'm not saying you guys are saying that. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I think it's a symptom of a deeper problem of um, sort of unfiltered access to the internet for children. Yes. And preteens and young teenagers. Like, there should not be uncensored access and unfiltered access to these things oh. because, you know, it's our job to protect them sure. from yeah, things absolutely. all across the board. And so I think it's the same thing with these challenges and all that. And I mean, mm-hmm. and some of this stuff, man, like I, I'm reading articles that are saying the Momo challenge isn't even real. Like it's not even a thing. No, it's real. They're saying that it's a, just a big hoax spread by the fear well, of parents. Like, have you guys uh, seen a video of it? Oh yeah. So you saw the actual it's real. video that's, yourself. That's kind of the, did so you see the video? There's Instagram, there's Instagram accounts for Momo characters and if you contact them, that that's the thing is that they it kind of gives the power to whoever does this. So say I wanted now that it's it, there is hysteria around it. Obviously, I could go on right now and create an account and say this is Momo. My, yeah, my screen so name it, is it I have Momo. Legs at then, this point. then I'm gonna have a hundred kids messaging me. Oh, you're Momo. I want to do the challenge now. I'm not being police. Now I can create my own challenge because these kids don't know any other way. So now that I got 100 kids messaging me, I can be like, all right, cool. I want all of you guys to go in there, rob that bank, take a video of it. Let me see it. And now it puts the power in my hand because they already set the stage for these kids to be interested in it. I just got to run with it. Well, you know, Sam, to your point, um, you know, the conversation that I had in my house uh, this morning uh, very specifically is like, look. You know, I need you to understand that there is never anything that you can do, no matter how bad, no matter how heinous, that you cannot tell us about. Absolutely. And if anyone ever tells you not to tell us, you need to recognize that they are trying to deceive you. Yeah. Because I don't care how wrong it is. I don't care how bad you messed up. You 100% can always tell us. And the second part of that is I need you to develop a sense of awareness or some common sense Yeah. Mm -hmm. to say... Because, you know, like, I think we talk a lot about, well, you know, if they're going to do it, we should say, hey, guys, you shouldn't do that. No, no, no. Just walk away. Just say, that's cool. You want to do it. Hey, that's cool, man. I'm just I'm going to go chill over here. Yeah. (laughs) You know, because they need to have that common sense. Like, you don't need to say, oh, that's wrong. You just need to be have enough wherewithal to say, hmm. I think I'm going to take, take a step Take back. care of you yeah. first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be, yeah. be strong enough put, to put your foot down for yeah. yourself first. But I think I think it's both. I think uh, it's upsetting to to <clears throat> to me that th- that these things aren't being and I'm and this is hard. I know as I'm saying this, I know there's millions of videos going up all the time on YouTube. But when one of these catches traction like that and and when like if I work at YouTube or one of these these host sites where these videos go up and I see those numbers spiking so rapidly that I could see this is trending, this is a hot a hot topic and I know it's that in a negative and manipulative and harmful light, these things need to be like to me these things need to be squashed hard. The the uh the admins for Instagram, for Twitter, for all these different ones that that have access to these accounts and can shut these accounts down, they need to be like and and I know it's hard because if right now 10,000 people wanted to start Momo accounts, they can't get all 10,000 of yeah. them down immediately. And you got freedom of speech, too. You do, but I think when, when you're starting to see things like this gain traction where they're uh, uh, a cause of harm, both emotional and physical harm, like in a very real way to kids, that, like, that's, like, I, I know it's like there's gray with it where it's like if you're going to infringe on those rights, then you got to infringe on rights all the way across the board. Yeah. But, like, I... To, to answer what you said, too, like, have I seen it? I've seen a video, like a, a screen-recorded video of a text interaction between a kid and Momo. 
and the interaction like, you know, hey, blah, 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 Will, willfully giving up information. I'm such and such. I'm this many years old. I live oh, in this man. city. All that private but, information, yeah, your just, age, where you live, you, and, and, when are your parents home? Yeah, and whoever this person is going, okay, I'm Momo. In order to start the challenge, I need to know this about you. Well, the kid is interested in what everybody's talking about, so I'm going to cough up the information just to keep seeing what you're going to do next or say next. Right. I'm intrigued by the, the mis- like the mystery of it, you know? And so um, uh, what I was going to say is that, sadly enough, a lot of times, like the Blue Whale Challenge was about finally getting kids to attempt suicide. Um, and this one, I've already heard of one case, uh, but but the Momo Challenge, and anybody can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but um, I read when I heard about this that night that already one, I believe it was a teenage girl, one one person had taken their life as a result of the final stage of the Momo Challenge. I, I'm, so, re- I'm reading articles over here that are saying there's no tangible proof that this has done any damage at all. At this point, I they're think, saying I there's no measurable truth to it. They're saying it's just a hoax. But what do you it's think? It's a rumor. I, I would tend to go with thinking it's a hoax and a rumor because this this picture was posted in 2016. This happened earlier this year. I think it's the spirit, the the spreading of fear is what I think it is. I don't think that this is a big deal at all, which is crazy. But I mean, I think I think it. I, like I said, I think this is a symptom. Of a deeper issue, no, I man, think that I parents need that. to pay attention. I, I think it is a symptom, but, but I don't think I don't think this bird well, person I think thing that's is. A, I think that's a major key, though. It, maybe it's not a, a problem, but it is an opportunity. It's an opportunity because for sure. For but me, I took it as an opportunity. There's no measurable proof that no, any of this stuff has happened. You, but you know, we have to. I think as parents, there you, is though. You, you like have if to take the opportunity. If though. you get on Instagram and you search it, there's measurable proof. I've come across videos from like the Blue Whale Challenge, which is essentially the same thing. Yeah, and I'm not joking. Like. If you're listening to the car with kids, this you know adult content in yeah. three, yeah, well, two, adult one. content in like ten minutes ago, and yeah, but adult, very adult content. Yeah, right, you know I don't right listen now. to the radio yeah. anymore. Is because every time I would put on the station, every time I listen to the station, there's always some like innuendo about sex or drugs or infidelity or something. So I really just you know I, that's why I ended up listening to Kids Pop. Yeah, it's yeah. So to respect that, if you are happening to listen to this in the car, if you if you didn't get the indicators a few minutes ago that this is a serious topic. Here's here's a real mile marker for you. What I'm about to say, you might want to pause or wait till later. But I, I did see one of these challenges. It was called the Blue Well Challenge, so it wasn't particularly Momo. Momo right now is is heating up, but yeah. but when the the Blue Well Challenge was the one before this that I really heard about big, and I saw a video myself of a girl cutting her wrist with the hashtag Blue Well Challenge and. It's dangerous because we can say there's no traceable evidence and whatever, but these kids aren't dumb. Most kids that have social media have multiple accounts. They have a real account that their parents know about, that their parents think is their only account, and then they'll have three or four other accounts to do what they really want to do on social media. Send and receive messages, post things, share things, whatever, that they don't want to be traced back to them, so they make fake accounts. I guarantee this girl that posted a video of her cutting herself was under a fake account, one where her parents probably couldn't see it, one where a news source couldn't verify it. Right, right. But it, no, it was, I, I agree. I'm saying these things, these things do happen. I agree. Absolutely. The Momo one, load of crap, in my opinion. No this way. Is, this is a panic. Pan, this is an epidemic among parents. This is not an epidemic among children. There is no proof. That I, when I first heard of this, it was sandwiched in a Peppa Pig episode. There's no proof of that. That's nowhere on the internet. What do you mean? You heard it was I heard sandwiched. It was, uh, yeah, it was sandwiched in the middle. It was placed in the middle of a Peppa Pig episode on YouTube. That you're watching Peppa Pig, all of a sudden this oh, comes yeah. up, it starts talking to you, and then Peppa Pig continues. That's what I was told. No evidence of that. The Washington Post is posting articles. The Atlantic is posting articles. There's all these national news sources that are saying this started in... in New England, a mom saw a post from 2016, and so on February 17th, she wrote into the local newspaper and said, this concerns me. The newspaper uh, let the article go, which got picked up by local news stations, which got picked up by national news stations, and so it spread like wildfire among adults, but this is not necessarily a threat to children. And so what I'm saying is the Momo thing is not the issue. The Blue Whale thing is not the issue. Children having social media accounts, that's the issue. Children being on the internet without parent supervision at all times, that's the issue. Yeah. I think it's both. Because this stuff, it's pro- even if it's not real, even if it is real. I think it's both. There's nothing we can do to attack, mo- you can- I mean, 
You can well, argue with national news sources, but the no, reality it's, is... No, it's both. Car- my, my wife works at an elementary school, and she heard about the challenge because a group of third graders were talking about it with her. She talked, about, she talked to them, and I think two or three of them, or maybe all of them, didn't have social media. Another kid did have social media, saw it, told them about it. And now they're telling all the other kids. Right, that but don't they have saw stories about it. about it. They didn't see it. It yeah. doesn't exist. That's the whole point. No, that's, but it's that's not, not. It's not. That's not a real. That's regardless what kind of, of comment does is or doesn't. Because the, it, this has been perpetuated by the fear now, of parents, now not that, by children. But now that kids are talking about it, it does exist. Right. Because it, now kids are interested. Conceptually, in it. it exists. Yes. Yes. So the, like, or, the origin of it doesn't matter. The fact the that now it does matter. The it origin of it because is now parents being afraid because they're not watching their kids on the internet, and so they're like, well, "Oh crap, this stuff's out there." And, Sam, and so it's an point, alarm to everyone to, to say, "Hey, point, Sam, maybe I should watch my kids on the internet." Yeah, to Sam, to your point. Yeah, I mean, but it, it's the, both. The origin, the origin of things is important, and you know where they are now is important, and it's. it's I think for our listeners, we're really what we want to just have them land is like just being aware of the environment and having the conversations about what's going on to your point. Like, I think you're right. Uh, social media is kind of the, the bigger problem. And, you know, the Coco thing does. Not Coco. Remember me. Momo. <laughs> the Momo thing. I say yeah. goodbye. Remember I think it's... me. <laughs> did you, did you, could you have, like, the condom challenge before this? You had the Tide Pod challenge before that. Oh, my God. These things are real. I'm not saying that they're all fictitious, but yeah. I'm saying I think this one in particular highlights not... to parents, yo, wake up. Absolutely. Pay attention. You know there, what I mean? Pay attention. There's, there's real, my point is that there's real merit to it, and it doesn't matter if the person who originally put it out was being stupid or if it was real or the original post was in 2016 or none of that, none of that matters anymore when you, and, and the, the issue is that you have parents that are not patrolling what their kids are doing. Absolutely. No. It's not YouTube's job to raise your kids, number one. No. So I know that. That's but, huge. But, <laughs> Thanks, Charles Barkley. But yeah. Did he say that too? He says, I'm not a role model, even though I am. <laughs> right. But I think what, what you I'm- You guys remember that campaign, by the way? Yeah, no, I do. I, I do. But, but the, to me, the point that I'm saying is this, is that the deeper issue, there's two deeper issues. You have, you have kids that right now come from abusive homes that are struggling, that do lean towards mental illness or have seen depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. all those things, suicide even talked about in yeah, the home. Absolutely. Right? And so they carry those things. They may not have social media, but they have that experience. Little Johnny comes into the class who watched the Momo video, right? The video may be totally fabricated, but now that he's talking about it and what the challenge is and what the challenge makes you do, he goes and tells little Billy who, who has parents wrestling with mental uh, mental illness he's wrestling with abuse or mental illness whatever those seeds are already there you go and tell this kid that there's that challenge out there and he takes it and he goes oh man in his mind subconsciously he's going oh that's that's an outlet so now let me go there may not be merit to the original post but now there are people out there several people out there can i give you guys to to draw these kids in you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it, so well, it does draw them. In. And I'm be honest with you. I, I see this as an opportunity for parents because, you know, regardless of it be Blue Well, Momo, Not Real, yeah, Society, um, the grooming process of our children is real. Yeah. And if anything, this is an opportunity to be an awakening for parents to say, mm-hmm. hey, let's be cognizant of what and how our kids are being groomed because yeah. they are. You yeah. know, like my kid the other day, she was like, oh, let me go do, you know, some work on the computer. Next thing I know, I find out she was on kids YouTube. Yeah. Now, for one, I wasn't home. She mm-hmm. was with my mom, mm-hmm. and like she kind of yeah. conned my mom into getting on there. And oh, I'm that's like, what it is. When my kids are with yeah. their papa, it's like, yeah, they, they, go they, get, they get at yeah, they, they know what so, they're doing. And you know, and I had to talk <laughs> with my mom after. I was like, no, 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 no. I was yeah. like, there's a reason because my mom's like, well, because my mom wanted to buy her an iPad, yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah. get her. You know, I'm like, no, there's a reason she doesn't have an iPad. Right. There's a reason she can't. Yeah, she doesn't have a phone. There's a, these are all intentional things. Yeah, but to me, the greater message for us as parents is to just get in the game and be yeah. aware. Huge to talk to our kids well yeah and we've talked about this before but teaching your kid to be like you said i think like i think these things are real because you do have kids that struggle with these home lives that are looking for an outlet and a lot of times self-harm is presented as an option by other people if they haven't considered it themselves and then they jump on that as an outlet because they don't have a healthy one so part of it i think is like what you said 
letting your kid know there's nothing that you could go through or experience or or do or think or say that you can't come back and talk to me about Absolutely. because I'm I will, you know, it's an open door policy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the caveat to that is don't tell them that, and then when they tell you some stuff, <laughs> you freak out on them. Well, you got to hold up your end of the bargain you, for sure. You got to go. Th- you got to yeah, handle it the right way because then they'll never come to you again. This is That's true, right. but you guys. That's so right. for me, um, I'm trying to make it very clear that we can always talk. But this is the problem. Like you have to acknowledge that consequences are real. For every action, there's a reaction. Yeah, absolutely. And you can't. Yeah. You can't say I can't. I'm afraid to talk to you because I don't want to get in trouble. Like you know, if you've already shot somebody, you're already in trouble. So you can't. Yeah. So sure. for me, I yeah, try sure. and but, always but, set these expectations. But when like, you go, yeah. hey, come talk to me about anything, and they're like, okay, well, check yeah. it out. This is what I did. You did what? Oh yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Are you, <laughs> what are you? They're gonna be like, okay, yeah. why didn't I even talk yeah. to you? You gotta. You gotta. You gotta be ready for the. Yeah, but I, mean I think the, the thing because right. I want I want my the so the thing that I need my kids I always want them to try and understand it like there's no such thing as a life without a life without consequence mm-hmm. for every action there's a reaction yeah. we can I can hug you I can love you but like if I tell you not to touch the stove and you touch it anyway it's going to burn you sure. no matter yeah, how much yeah. I hug you and love you afterwards mm-hmm. and you have to acknowledge that burning and not be numb to it right you know what I mean oh, yeah because yeah. that ultimately is what's what's going to show you but like so I think it's that I think it's proactive parenting that's what i was gonna say it's proactive it's not reactive like get get ahead of this stuff yes you know if you're listening to the podcast and you have kids that social media and youtube and stuff is not even part of your world yet be aware now before it becomes part of their world do your homework first don't be trying to play catch up yeah like like rich was saying be proactive that's yeah because even if even if your kids don't have social media or you think they don't have social media yeah yeah, they have friends who have social media and they talk keep this in mind yeah we That's were, at, I, I don't know about you guys, but like, I know how to do technology well before my parents did my entire life, including mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing my daughters be at the next generation because I didn't teach my daughter how to get on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't teach my daughter how to use a computer yeah. yet. Yeah. And I'm like, well, they're doing computer lab. The stuff they learn to get on Prodigy Math and all that, it's the same formula yeah. to get on these other things. This is too. what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, she's on my phone. Like, yeah. she's, she knows my password. Yeah, my kids and too, And she's man. like, oh, yeah, I know your yeah, password. I know. I'm like. So I, th- I, think it's, I think it's that, <laughs> but I think it's also the last thing I wanted to say about it was teaching your, we've talked about this is what I was going to say before my segue, but we talked about teaching your kids to have an opinion. Mm-hmm. And to know, I think we talked about it when we, we did. talked yes, about we the did. Yes, we did. Yeah. Teaching your kids to have an opinion about something. If they don't mm-hmm. have an opinion, they'll they'll go whichever way. Yeah, somebody will give it to them going. if they don't have their own. Exactly. Yeah. And teach your kids to have an opinion about it. Teach your kids to think for themselves. And when something doesn't feel right, don't let somebody else talk you into it or tell you what to do or, okay, hey, here's what you're going to do now. I'm going to tell you this. You got to go. These challenges are predicated off the fact that kids are willing to take command from people they don't know. Yeah, absolutely. Teaching your kids, listen, if you don't know them, you don't trust them, you don't trust them, you don't do anything they say. No matter how good or bad or other it might sound, if they're not somebody you can trust or somebody that you know, Mm -hmm. you don't do anything they say. Yeah. I don't care if they promise you the world or they promise you Mm -hmm. to get to the next level of what. You know who you're talking to, Mm -hmm. and, and if you don't trust them, you don't know them, uh, you can't see them. Trust you. They don't tell you the name behind yeah, the right. number. Right. Yeah, yeah. They don't whatever. Do not do what they say. Think for yourself. Yeah. If it don't feel right, run the other way. Trust your gut. And the other thing I've been talking to my uh, family about is like, you know, we paint this picture of like there's good and there's bad, and mm-hmm. that people can't be both. But that's can't. That's further from the truth. People are always both. Yeah. yeah. Good absolutely. people do bad things all the time. Bad yeah. people do yeah. good things. Yeah. That was what the whole movie Crash was about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and life too. But I always talk to my daughters like don't don't think that a bad guy is gonna have wear a big hat that says I'm a bad guy and they're gonna right. look mean. Right. Because history has proven to us that like you know you like Bell Biv the Bow set mm-hmm. you know poison. Put, put, but my point is, like, bad guys don't always come to you and say, "Hey, you want some poison?" Yeah. Right. They say, "Hey, you want some candy? Hey, uh, you yeah. want some? You want a cell phone? You want some drugs? You mm-hmm. want? You know, you want to no, go yeah. to the movie? Absolutely. So, well, yeah, and and if off rip, it's not bad. Doesn't mean it won't get bad. Exactly. The, if, exactly. If, if they know what they're doing, the first two or three or four things they do are going to be positive interactions to gain trust. Exactly. So you got to have enough uh, uh, yeah. foresight to know, like, exactly. hey, listen, like. 
just already from the the jump, this feels weird to me. Yeah. I'm not I'm not yeah. getting into the initial interaction to begin with. Right. Because a lot of these guys know it's almost like when you're walking through the mall and there's a kiosk in the middle. If they can get you locked into that first interaction, hey, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Boom, I got you in. Even oh, if, I like even, your glasses. Yeah. Where'd you get them from? Even if you're indifferent. Even if you're indifferent yeah. about it. If you're not aggressively, proactively going, no, I'm good, as your first interaction, then they can they can take indifference. They can be yeah. like, let me ask you a question. What'd you say? Yeah. Boom, I'm back in. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, I love like, your shirt. Yes. Yeah. So, Wait, hey, where'd you get those shoes and it's from? Our, and it's our job as parents to teach our kids that. Yeah. To model that for our kids. To teach our kids that. To invest in our kids in that way. That they can feel empowered by us you yeah. know what i mean it's yeah. very very important for us to take a lead role in this and uh and, and teach our kids the way they should go take the lead guys Forty six. Forty six percent of kids birth to age six that we've screened in the last five years in wayne county have scored at some risk for developmental delay Guys, this is Kayla from Help Me Grow. We know that kids fly under the radar when it comes to development, and we want dads to know what they can do to make sure that their kids are on track. Go to helpmegrow-mi.org and take the screening anytime. It's fast, it's easy, it's just a few simple questions that you can fill out about your child. The sooner detection we make, the easier it is for kids to get on track and stay on track. Go to helpmegrow-mi.org and get the screening done today. So last night, um, my wife and I booked our um, 10-year-old trip for my oldest son. So we do something with our kids um, at like milestone birthdays. At their five-year-old birthday, um, I have three boys and a girl. So for the five-year-old boys, I take them camping for a weekend with just me. So it's just father and son time. And then for the girls, she got to go to Chicago with my wife, and they went to like the American Girl store or whatever. I don't know. I don't even know what that is, but she was totally all about it. And um, so they did something special. So then for their 10-year-old trip, we told them they can go anywhere in the U.S., and we're going to take just father-son and mother-daughter and do this sort of milestone trip with them. And then the goal is to do it again at 15 and at 20 if they still like us at that point in our lives. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? But it got me thinking. I was like, you know, what are some things that we can do to set up these like milestone moments with our kids, to, to make memories that will legitimately last them a lifetime. Because I remember at the age of five, it's you know right before you're going into preschool or to kindergarten, mm-hmm. that's a big time in your life, right? Yeah. That's like yeah. a big time for your kid to be pumped up and get full of like mm-hmm. encouragement and confidence and all mm-hmm. these things. And so that's, a, that's that, a big time in a parent's and life. So, yeah, it is. And so that weekend was so special for us. And I got this 10-year-old trip coming up in November and it's such a special time for my son because he's right at that point where he's starting to figure out, like, the world around him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not just, like, me and my two buddies on the playground. It's like, oh, there's a lot of different looking people here and a lot of different people. And there's boys and girls and all these all these different things are kind of coming together for him at this age. And so it's, a, it's an important time that we're going to get to go and spend some time together. So what are some ways that maybe you guys are intentional about breaking the cycle of the norm – you know, from school, ballet, dinner, bed, school, this, dinner, bed, whatever. What are some ways that you guys kind of break the norm and get some individual time with your kids to sort of make these milestone moments, like, important? Do you know See, what I mean? It's funny. You said individual time. I, my first thought for me went to, um, you know, for my oldest daughter, I knew that her transition from, like, her um, early childhood school to, like, going into kindergarten and everything mm-hmm. was, like, a huge transition. Yeah. Entirely different environment. You know, it was an entirely different world. She went from this, like, little cocoon of, like, yeah. loving and baby cocoon. beluga to, yeah. like, you know, in my mind, like, higher learning. <laughs> so, <laughs> where, kindergarten higher learning. <laughs> where it's, like, uh, you know, like, but you it know. But the teacher-to-student ratio is different. Everything's yeah. different about going to kindergarten. So, for me, like, it was, it was important for her to have an opportunity to mix her old friends with her new friends and for for it all to come together in a way which made her feel i don't know connected to the past Mm -hmm. but like she had a good support group going forward yeah 
And I think we successfully did that for That's her. That's cool. What'd you and do? Do you have like a birthday party or something? How'd you do a, that? Yeah. Thanks for asking. That's a good question. So we had a big party um, for her on her birthday. She, she's lucky. So she has a birthday like early in the calendar school year. Okay. So she had one of the first ones. So we had like mm. a, it was either like 150 or 200 people party at a park. What? We went out a pavilion. Oh, and like, I, I, was, I was at that party. Wasn't I think I? you we both were. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was so, like, you had that many people there? I don't know. Why yeah. was yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, wait. Yeah. wait like, uh, man, that sounds like a good time. This is an awkward moment because I don't know if you guys and I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no, I, told, I totally remember that yeah I did yeah, too so, I remember but, helping your mom set up the bluetooth speaker yeah because yeah, I remember my your mom, mom slinging what salmon patties yeah, or something salmon pat- <laughs> so, on like the salmon. propane grill she yeah. was my mom is old was, school so yeah, my mom going in. yeah she's like one of those people like well, we were, I was like mom we are specifically doing so if you don't live in the area where they serve hot and ready you can get like a whole piece for five bucks Yeah. and I intentionally because like these parties sometimes like oh, for, yeah, it can get from, crazy. For, yeah for me and especially for my wife it's like it gets so hectic like mm-hmm. between here yeah. that we don't need any extra out here yeah yep. so yep. i just say hot and ready buy by the yeah. you, buy you don't have to think about yeah. it no you don't have to think about it so we always run into a challenge with picking them up but my mom she does my mom is just like her own party like i tell her every year i'm like mom you don't have to do anything i totally just validated show. her too so my bad <laughs> i Everybody, did too i was, I was like, like i was like go ahead i was like that smells good Everybody does. Everybody. She's like, oh, you want one? I was like, yeah. I want two. Because I'm like, mom, because it's embarrassing. Listen, no, stop it. Stop it. Because it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Yeah, because I'm like, mom, we're keeping it simple. Pizzas, cupcakes. Like, yeah, Done. Q. Yeah, Q. I'll, I'll keep it simple. Salmon yeah. is simple. Yeah, yeah. So she sets up one her own little station. Yeah, she did. Since, she had her own little grill and her own little everything. But, you know, to take it back to my daughter, like the, the, the <laughs> crown jewel of that moment, in a lot of ways, like, you know, I don't I don't know how I felt for everybody, but for me, the best part of that party was seeing my daughter have friends yeah. to connect with and yeah. to bond with and to grow with throughout the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And at different times I saw her playing with different friends and you know, um that's important to me for her and I think it really helped her to transition. Like even now, you know, in her schooling, you know, she's she can hold her own. And I I can see that for you know sure. it, it helped plug her into that community because really that's all we wanted to do was plug her into her new community. So because when you get into a different environment, like you're not plugged in right. and you got to find your own way. So that that was one of the things that, you know, for me, that was my entire intent. It was for her, for yeah. her to, to, to connect. create a big moment that's for awesome. her. That was a milestone. That yeah. was a transition. Yeah. That's and good. So that's my thing. Rich, I know you're super intentional. Yeah. With your daughter. My, I think, I think my, part of mine stems from like my, my ADD with things. So mm-hmm. like, I'm I'm not the I'm not the kind of like I like routine but I like variance to it. Like yeah. I like having the the nuts and bolts of things that I can like stick to. So like I know my routine for Mondays is ballet day, you know, Tuesday we do cooking club at the school, all that. But as soon as like I can add some on to that like or like, you know, driving from school to ballet, let's stop somewhere unexpected. Driving home from ballet, you know, we could just go straight back to the house or we could go stop at the bakery over here. I could let you pick out a treat, you know, like different. We do things like that a lot, mostly because I like to eat, but also because <laughs> also because mostly cause it's mutually beneficial. Right, yeah, we, we both yeah. like cookies. Therefore, we stop. But yeah. like um, j- really things like that, like um, the the day that we're recording this right now, um, uh, it's my my daughter's sixth birthday. And um, just like thinking to myself, um uh, like last night, I was up till uh, I was up till like two a.m. I I went hung out with some friends, and then right after that, uh, I went to Walmart, bought a bunch of decorations, and then I went home. And when my daughter was like, sound, you know, like you know, they go to sleep, but then there's still like a two hour window after they fall asleep that they're gonna get up and want water or go to the yeah. bathroom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I waited until she was out, like a <laughs> yeah. light. Yeah, out like a light, right? At Pistons game, they play that. But uh, so um, I waited until she was out, out. And then I decorated the whole living room. I blew up like 75 balloons by myself, by my mouth, had a headache, right? Yeah. Did all that uh, just so that way this morning when she woke up, I like, I had to like, she kind of was rolling over and like seeing balloons float into like the hallway. So she was <laughs> like, she crawled into our bed last night. And so um, I like knew as soon as she felt me get up, I w- she was going to be at it. She was going to be like, oh, what's this? So I ju- literally, the second I opened my eyes, I was like, got to freeze till I'm ready to move. Like, <laughs> I got I to gotta jump up, yeah. grab my glasses, turn my phone on to record, 
and run to the living room before she gets out of this bed because she's going to be right behind me. And that's exactly what happened. I ran to the living room, turned around, turned the camera on. She goes, huh? What's this? And I was like, surprise! And she was cheesing <laughs> uh, ear to ear. She yeah. she felt so special. But yeah. um, things like that. Like, I could have went to bed last night mm-hmm. and been like, hey, after school, let's go do something special. We're going to take her to dinner tonight. But let's wait till after school, you know, whatever. But I was like, you know what, man? How special would she feel if she woke up and there was balloons everywhere? Yeah. Streamers hanging from the ceiling everywhere, all that. You know what I mean? And so um, just things like that. Like I try to really. And that cost you, what would that cost you? 15 bucks? $15 for decorations. That's pretty cool. And that's something that she'll remember forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If she don't, I'll remind her forever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, like. That's how I was when we were at Disney World. I was like, take that photo, girl. Take that photo. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. You better remember that. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk about this in a couple years. You start running your mouth at 18. You remember this trip. But, yeah, just things like that. Like, really just trying to, like, if you, if, for me, I know my schedule is pretty consistent throughout the week. My wife's schedule is pretty consistent throughout the week. I know the little pockets of time. I have free time. Yeah. So in there, I try to, I try to, you know, do a little dance. You know, yeah. I try to add a little bit of, you know, something, something else in there. I love that. Where I know I have, you know, if I know yeah. I have an hour and a half before ballet, could I get over to that, you know, bookstore and back to ballet in the next hour? You know, with enough time for her to change and all that. Yeah. yeah let's go. I'll let you go pick out a book. You know, things like that. You know. Yeah. yeah. And a new book for her is like. Four bucks, a cookies, a dollar fifty, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Sure. But I just try to take take hold of that time in between the times that we don't, you know, we can't be flexible. Mm-hmm. I try to find flexibility wherever I can and really take advantage. Yeah, of it. I think in the crazy world you live in, that's a good point. I try and get those little moments too, and like, you know, I try and give my kids some of those moments that I enjoy with my dad. And, yeah. You know, like you know, my kids are always like, I grab them once they get old enough to like, you know, go potty by themselves. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, all right, we can go on a little. A little bit more of an adventure because yeah. we don't have to pack up so much. Yeah. Yeah. So a trip to Home Depot, we can just go. It doesn't have to be yep. all right. Let's get the diaper bag yeah. and let's get. So like I'll be like, hey, let's go. We're hopping in the car and they'll be like, I want to go. Where's their mommy? I'm uh-huh. like, oh, that's good. Hop in the car. Yeah. And then as soon it as don't we, matter. Yeah. As soon as we leave the house, they're like, oh, dad, are we getting a hot dog too? I'm like, <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. yeah. The hot, yeah, the hot dog stand <laughs> at Home Depot yeah, that's can change a lot. They're like, oh, are we getting ice cream? I'm like, I'm trying to tell you. I, you, look, you put up a you put up a show <laughs> for mom, but we get in this car. Uh-huh. Like, oh yeah. Night and day. I, I noticed too that you uh, one little element, like if you can find something good to focus on about going somewhere they don't like to go, yeah, they'll go every time. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I don't want to hear no roasting about this, but there's I go to the comic book shop every now and again, okay. right? And um, <laughs> I like how you said it, man. Every now and again. Every now and again, I go and do <laughs> official things there, right? And so uh, I went. I, I go and I used to go to one that my daughter was like, oh, we got to be here again. Because, like, she's, she's still learning how to read. She's looking at all the different covers. They don't mean nothing to her. The one I started going to now, it's a twofer. It's actually closer to my house. And they have a whole kids' play area section. So now when we go, she's like, oh, are we going there? I love the toys they got here. They're, these are the Because they got these huge playhouse things, yeah, whatever. And I'm yeah. like, bingo. So I'm not going to go to that shop. I'm going go to this shop. And while I'm shopping or looking around or thumbing through things, she got 20 minutes to play. She thinks this is a play date for her. Really, a play date for me. We both win. You know what I mean? Win, like win. Th- Things like that. So like, yeah. like, Or like the hot dog cart at Home Depot. Oh, oh you both kids. win. They got yeah. the special chips. They're the same bag of Doritos you could get in like yeah. the 20-pack. Oh, yeah. You know, my kids love riding. Up, like before they when we went to like to the depot, they would love to like get in the cart, uh-huh. but they make them smaller now. My kids are getting taller. But yeah. long story short, now they like to ride on the side of the cart, and I don't they care about that. Because yeah. Oh, yeah. I can get to the store quicker. You so, be like, taking some hard turns, too, to make them like like yeah, they feel like they're parasailing absolutely. on the side. Of yeah, it. it's like because so, I had to do some shopping uh, yesterday, and I was like, everybody on the cart. Yeah. <laughs> like, Let's like, go, everybody yeah. in, go, yeah. go, go. Because they're like, can we get in? I was like, no, we need room for stuff, but you can hang on the side. But I love it, man. And so it's it's about I, 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 like a lot of the stuff we talk about here. I think it's about our perspective. Yeah, it's about us shifting our perspective to think, how can I make this special for my kids? How can I not make the same old routine, just same old, same old, same old. Because, like, yeah. I know I know, in my household, we don't go on a lot of vacations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we don't do a lot of, like, family vacations. My wife's family lives in Tennessee, so anytime we get apart from work and school and stuff, we try to go down there and visit that side of the family. And so we have to be really intentional about creating moments that are, like, mini vacations for our kids consistently. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know a lot of the listeners probably, whether it be finances or work or whatever – 
um, you know, family situations, whatever, that you probably don't get to go on a lot of vacations as well. And so doing little things like Rich is talking about, finding flexibility where it can be flexible, yeah. finding moments where you can celebrate these moments and celebrate your kids in the nor- normal everyday activities, I think that's huge, man. I think that's a huge dad hack for us as dads and as parents that we need to really buy into and put into practice. Okay. Cool. So we talked about a lot of things today, gentlemen. Talked about the culture stuff, the videos, yes. the movies, the, the the Momo challenges and whatnot. Yes. And uh, talked about making milestones and memories for our kids. So what are your final thoughts? What's your final sort of mic drop moment uh, for episode 10 of season two? Um... I felt like I was like echoing from way back. Cause like back in, uh, uh, so you're ADD sometimes. I know. I felt like when you're in the car, and, or like when the car speeds by, and it's like, yeah. so, that probably happened in stereo because we did yes, it at the same yeah. time. Yeah. So, you had like a little propeller play. Yeah. So, um, and it crashed really fast. In the distance. So, uh, <laughs> um, That's like Roadrunner and Coyote. Yeah. He runs off yeah. and then it's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have a dancing moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are yeah. we yeah. just making propeller noises? No, no, this is. No. Um, so, uh, for mine, I, I think I would, I would take it, I would take it back to, um, uh, just like you, I mean, both of you guys' segments were awesome. Like on a on a on a deeper note, but um, you know what the 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 Momo challenge stuff or whatever. You know, it's I think that one of the things that that you guys reminded me of in there is that you know, like I we're, we're all young dads around this table, but like Q, when you were talking about you know how your daughter could pretty much school you on getting onto YouTube and finding videos with the quickness, like. Don't take for granted that you're the young dad and you're hip to things because it's technology and trends and all that stuff is constantly moving at such a fast pace that even if you're pretty hip to it, you can still manage to get left behind pretty quickly if you're not proactive. And so I think my my word of the day would be being proactive, you know, like staying up on things, you know, hitting hitting on your own phone, hitting the, the, the explore button page every now and then just to see what's circulating. If you're on Twitter, hit the trending page just to see what's circulating. You know what I mean? Like stay up to date on what's going on because whether or not your kids have access to this stuff, chances are somebody they know nowadays has access has to access. this stuff. Whether they have access or not, they know. Which And, and yeah. secondhand access is still very much access. Yes, and, and sometimes it might even be more harmful because whoever they're hearing it from can dilute it even further. Make it worse. Yeah. yeah. And like so, the game Telephone. Yeah. And so I think yes. I think it's just being proactive and, and helping your kids uh, form an opinion, feel comfortable talking to you and knowing where to stand. But be proactive, you know, like don't always be on the defensive side of parenting. You know, I think it's best to be on the offensive side and laying a good foundation, good trust yeah. with our kids beforehand will set them up for success when things like this do happen and they need somebody to talk to. Yeah. So that, that'd be That's my good. That's a good one. Good, Rich. So, you know, the thing that comes to the top of my mind is porn. And <laughs> Did you just say porn? Yes, yeah, like pornography. I thought he said corn. I was like, me too, dude. I said well, pornography. Either way, what? In the world are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm glad He's you got something. He's got something. I, I, this Just must wait. be a loaded something because what? Please. So please. this is a great episode, guys. Do Let me talk to you about porn. Heaven help Listen, us. What? Please. You, do you guys want to continue to take no, this go, thing no, away? No, go, go, Continue go, 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 to go. take this thing away. Okay, Come on, let's go. Tell us about how porn is at the top of your mind right now. We're hitting the rewind. Q, Q, what are your final thoughts? Porn. And let me tell you what. It still felt the same. <laughs> it did. <laughs> okay. Pornography. And please, let me tell you why. Pornography. My please mic drop moment and my thought of the day from this episode is something I've been thinking about <laughs> long before this episode. It was simply this thought. Porn. Guys, when he said porn, it felt like he I threw a think, baseball I've and it hit me right in the mouth. I've been thinking about porn since before this episode. <laughs> so. Go ahead. I'm sorry. When we were growing up. The worst thing you probably could get your hands on on the internet was porn. Absolutely. Okay. I, th- okay. That's where I see you're where like. you're going. Yeah. <laughs> we would you just guys are <laughs> like, go on. Like, please quit. 
didn't land this right. Please do this. No, yeah, totally. We don't want to scrap this whole segment. Yeah. No. Jerry, listen, Jerry's Party Store in Harper, we would go in there, and we'd buy town club sodas, and we'd distract them, and then some guys would go and... Get some point. Get some point, yeah. But this that, is my that's, point. That's the way it went down. When we were growing up, guys, let's be real, the worst thing you could probably find or get your hands on was a little bit of porn. Yeah. And the truth is, for our kids today, that's not even at the... That's like close. in the middle of the spectrum You're of the right. things they can get their hands on. You're right. We're talking about the Momo Challenge, and I'm not going to go down the vortex of, of Pandora's box of things that kids can now find on the internet. Yeah. It's it's insane. It's, it's terrifying. Mind, it's mind-boggling to think that porn is not the worst thing that they can see on the internet nowadays. Right. So the regardless of true, false, fake, or real... The key point to what we talked about, the Momo Challenge, is having those conversations with your kids. And, you know, the thing that I think about now with our kids, too, is we talk about, you know, we probably all think about having a sex talk with our kids. Now we need to have more than just like the sex talk. We need to have the the talk about suicide and, and murder. And, and I know these topics are heavy, but our kids are being burdened at such a younger age with such more heavy topics than we could have ever dreamed of. Yeah. You know, I'm You're right. I think, I think they were there. I think it was just hard. I think it was more taboo for us to talk about them back then. You yeah. know, yeah. And we didn't have still, as much easy. We didn't have access. Yeah. Well, like because you still had, of the internet. I yes. mean, you have, yeah. you have, I'm quite frankly, you do have kids at young ages committing suicide. Yeah. And these are real things. And the worst thing we could do to our kids is pretend like their reality. Yeah. Isn't real. Right. And that's to take it to my point to Will Smith about his kids is, you know, I think by allowing them to be their creative and full selves, they'll be more normal than you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. Be because you know um, a lot of the pushes for you know you think where we are as a society is just for people to accept them as they are, right? And then mm-hmm. not where you want them to be. Yeah. So yeah. that's my mic drop moment. Just talk to them, keep it one hundred, you know, in your own way, and realize that you know, like Rich said, it's a different animal now. You might think that they what they don't know, they already know. So yeah. mm-hmm. that's huge. Yeah, my mic drop moment would be you know echoing a lot of what you guys are saying. Just be intentional. Do, you know, do, do this parenting thing on purpose. Um, you know, whether you got to being a parent on purpose or not, you're here. Oh, and so, say that again. You know, no, for real, you're here. So, so for real, take it serious. And That's not my mic drop and, moment at the moment. You just had do, a quit moment. That's my <laughs> mic drop moment. <laughs> yeah. I'm so right there. Yeah, that's the horrible. mic drop. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's the moment. Did you, wait, be honest. Did you think about that phrase? Yeah, did you plan you that? No, it you literally came that. out as I said it. And I was like, hey, all right. Oh, <laughs> I surprise myself sometimes. Whoa. But yeah, whether you got here on purpose or not, do it on purpose now. You wow. know what I mean? Yes. Be intentional. Wow. Be proactive. Preach. Um, you wow. know. Raise, raise your kids, be part of their life, do do the best that you can do, yeah. and um, yeah, it'll be good. I love it. All right. Do I wrap it up now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do I say? How do we wrap these things up usually? Deuces. Sweet. No, I think we say. What? Check us out on social media. There it is. There we yes. go. Dad to the Bone uh, podcast. I don't know. What's our social if media If you don't stuff, already Richie? follow us on social media. <laughs> We're so well put together If you today. don't already follow us We're on so social well media. Today. This is the realest freaking dad podcast in existence the right now. We the in realest. your eardrums. We the realest. We the real as it gets. Yes, as real as it gets. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, that it is reading month. Reading read month. Your kids. Read a book. Yeah. Hey, I'm here to tell you, talking is still teaching. <laughs> and read to those kids. Yes. Talking is still teaching. Maybe need more words. And singing is too. We need more words. <laughs> and singing is too. Is that, is that the rap's yes. definition? Right, I don't yes. know about y'all, but I'm out. <laughs> Hit us up on social media. We want to hear from you guys. We post stuff all the time. Uh, don't be afraid to jump in the conversation. Yeah, Give us out. feedback. Come hang it's out. It's at Dads of Wayne on all social media. We'll holler at you guys next time. <laughs>